How the heck are y'all out there on this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful Sunday? It was hard coming in today. The weather was picture perfect. I started watering my pots uh, about oh, 8 o'clock this morning, and then I fertilized. And some of them I got to haul watering cans, too, because the hose doesn't reach that far. Well, I did. I had a hose that reached that far, and we all can relate to this. The hose that every time you look at it has a kink in it. I finally got so mad at that thing. I don't care if I can hit all my get all my plants with this one. You are done. I, 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 uh, undi- you know, took it off the faucet, walked it across the driveway, and threw it over the hill. <laughs> Will the other day goes, "Why is the hose over by the hill?" I says, "Because I hate that hose and I don't want to see it again." You said it was being mean, <laughs> mean to me. Yes, I was like, "No." I said, "If you have any use for it, me, I wish you luck." It's a long hose with a lot of kinks. It's just the weirdest hose I've ever seen it's just ah is it like a normal hose like the green hoses okay but the the inside must be just too flexy or i don't know when it when there's no water in it it almost seems to go flat all right but then when you put the pressure of the water in there some places stay kinked right and say yeah it's the goofiest thing so fine i have a hose that's shorter but boy this centimule is so thick (laughs) it does not kink for nothing and i'm like you are my hose (laughs) at least you're able to like replace it and you didn't have to like go to the store (laughs) get a hose bring it back well we did had to cut cut uh, um this particular hose it's a yellow hose if anybody needs to know that (laughs) but uh, it had a sprayer on the end of it. Oh, yeah. And somehow over the, I c- couldn't get that thing off. Oh. And so finally, which I didn't even think of, yeah. uh, Dan comes, he just cuts the hose. Yeah. And so then, just, yeah. And puts a new end <laughs> yeah. on it. It's like, well, now, where were you like five years ago? I've gone through different, because this hose has been under the deck for a long time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I finally got so desperate, it's just kind of like, you're coming out. I don't care how I have to use the hose. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So, yeah, it was, uh, but anyway. <laughs> So, did you make it through your fourth okay? I did, yeah. Good, yeah. good. I mean, I'm still alive. You're still alive. So, yep. I think think we made it. It was hot, but yeah. I uh, weed whipped, hand weed whipped, and then my push weed whip uh, started maybe about 9 o'clock and then worked to about 11, 30, quarter to 12 uh, on the 4th of July. And then I went poolside. And poolside of my house is we got out three kiddie pools, <laughs> filled them with water, and yeah. there is I poolside. Hey. So it was fun. A I pool is a it. pool, you yes. know? It was a, it was a inflatable or not? No, no, yeah, it was pretty cool. So anyway, so hopefully you guys got some good questions for me uh, today. So it's a show's all about you guys. Come up with questions, and you know if you have anything that uh, you want me to touch on or whatever, you can you, know, you can always email. Go to mytalk1071.com. Go to my show page and email me. Email me. But now remember, my emails don't come to the station here. My emails go to the house, to my home. And so that's why if you email with a question while I'm on air, it will not come up here. All right. I will answer it when I get home. <laughs> Otherwise, or if you got some ideas or things that you want me to cover or find out about, you know, uh, that is dog related, preferably or cat related or whatever, uh, please do. So if you got any questions, and I'll tell you, we're going to be talking about uh, people training for good dogs. Uh, the Bible that all dog owners need to read by Barry and Melissa Berryman. We're going to be talking about that. And then just personality of dogs. We're going to be talking about that. And uh, uh, because that's what you're finding. Everybody thinks that, uh, you know, you do the, if, if you get, let's say you, you had a dog that left and then you go and get the same breed and you're just like, well, I don't remember that dog, my other dog doing something like this. You got to remember breeds have tendencies, but what you have to work with and train is a personality. And that's what we're going to go over. We're going to start with talking about 
about uh, how can you decide what personality you have and then what do you need to move forward, you know, quicker and easier. So anyway, so if you got a question, give a holler. Uh, 651-641-1071. We weren't here last week. Seemed really weird not to come in. But now I'm here, so hopefully you got some questions, okay? 651-641-1071. All right. So uh, now the People Training for Good Dogs by Melissa Berryman. That's a book that I don't, uh, she wrote it such a good book, I don't have to write it. And so really, really, if you're having any kind of pupper problems, this isn't a training book for dogs per se. It's to get you to understand how dogs think. You know, it's not a philosophical book or anything like that. It is just a great read and an easy read for anybody that owns a dog end of story. And specifically if you are having maybe some challenges with the dog as far as you and the dog or maybe dogs within the pack. You know, if you have some, you know, let's say your dogs are getting along and now all of a sudden things are going crazy. Uh, maybe they're fighting more often or whatever. It, why is that? Well, I can tell you why. It's because what happens is uh, fights within a household a pack comes from... Whereas the leaders aren't perceived as good, strong leaders, somebody worth following. You remember with uh, d- dogs, you have to, with the right personalities, with some personalities, you have to earn their trust and earn their respect. That's what dogs, how dogs work for us. It's not out of love, all right? It's out of trust and respect. And there again, how a dog thinks. And that's why there's people, people training for good dogs. And now you can go to her website. You can go to the letter P, the letter T, the letter F, the letter G, the letter D is in dog.com. And that's the first letter of people, then P, training, T, F, for good gddogs.com and then uh, you, you can get the book uh, there but it's well worth it and then pass it on to other people and really I think everybody everybody out there if you're considering fostering you know dogs for any rescue organization you need to read this book before you become a foster and you notice how slow I said that so people could actually understand me <laughs> I'm embarrassed with myself <laughs> but uh, so it, it's it is it's, it's such a, I just reread it the other day again because there's, I've been getting a lot of, I do phone consults um, and I was been getting a lot of the same questions, you know, dogs that are starting to be more, more aggressive, like barking through the windows at passer buyers, you know, when you're on walks, uh, they see another dog or a human and they start just going crazy. And so I've been referring this book. And so I decided, you know what, I'm going to sit down and reread it again. And I did. And I'm so glad I did. So anyway, okay. What time have we got? Do we got time to run for a call? Yeah, we can start a call. Okay, let's start a call. All right, we're going to go to Mary, and Mary has a question about fleas. Fleas, all right. Hi, Mary. Hi, how are you? Good, good. How about yourself? I'm doing well. So I am a longtime listener. Hey. And I moved to South Carolina. To where? So there are flea issues (laughs) down here. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's crazy. So I've got four cats. Now, and how to do with I'm I'm treating them and I'm doing the carpets and I'm doing But what are you everything. doing? Um I treated them on the back of their little little back and then I sprayed their tails because that's where you know the fleas Okay, but what are you using? Um it's an all natural. Okay. 
Okay. Um, the, the biggest, the b- best thing to do for all the creatures that you're experiencing, anything that has a shell, okay, whether it be flea, tick, uh, roach, uh, whatever, a fly, anything that has a shell, you need to do the diatomaceous earth, okay, food grade diatomaceous earth. And then what oh, you do is you put okay. that, in, it's like powdered chalk, and you put it in a baby sock, and you zip tie it off, and then you just... Pat. Now, if, if your cat licks it, there's no big deal, okay? And remember, you okay. got to make sure you get the food grade. That's the most important thing. And then what you do is you, where the cats lay a lot, just do a, a, a little couple pats. Don't make everything white, okay? It's not. You don't need a lot. You don't need to see okay. it to have it working, all right? Where the cats spell, spend a lot of time, pat, pat that. And then you can actually put diatomaceous earth out on your lawn. So that's something that you can Google because they, people use it to keep the ants under control. They're again a, a crustacean, all right. And so, oh. but for the yard, okay. you don't have to use f- uh, food grade. But for the pets and inside, you have to use food grade diatomaceous earth. And these cats are all inside. Okay, yep. But all oh. of a sudden, they got fleas, and I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they probably were in the house. You know, um, you know, a long time ago when houses were empty. All right, and then a new family wanted to move in. Guess what they would do? They would put a sheep in the house for a week because a fleas can last a long time. I got a feeling we lost her, did we? Okay, but the fleas can last. I mean, last a long time before they they wake up and then they need to eat. So they used to put a sheep. Uh, a sheep uh, in the house for a week. Granted, there must have been some stuff they had to clean up. I don't think they let it loose, but anyway, to wake up the fleas and get the fleas to go onto the sheep. And so then there's less to deal with. And so you got to know your enemy also, too. You want to vacuum, vacuum, vacuum. And if you use a vacuum bag, every time after you get done vacuuming, you put it in a plastic bag and take it outside into the garbage immediately. If you have the canister type, you know, that the dirt just goes in the plastic thing, then you take it and you empty it into the trash. Don't empty it in the trash. You're going to go outside, dump it into a plastic bag, and then when you're all done vacuuming, then you tie that plastic bag off and you throw it into the garbage. Don't empty it in the house, all right? And then um, water... Like if you mop your floors and such, that kills larvae, the egg larvae. So if you understand the cycle of a flea, that it, it's basically easy to, uh, you know, to take, stay ahead of the game. But vacuuming, mopping, diatomaceous earth, and then just just Google. There's so many natural ways out there. Okay, let's go. Okay, in a one-story greenhouse, there was a green alien, a green fish, a green lizard, a green book, a green table, a green computer, a green rug. You know, you get it. Everything was green. What colors are the stairs? We'll be back. Thanks, you, for staying with me. Katie Kane, I'm here every Sunday, 4 to 6, answering any occasional dog questions and occasional canine, yeah, those cats. There you go, cat questions. Hey, go to NutriSourcePetFoods.com and check out all the great, and they have a new line. It's called Choice. You know, many people are worried about feeding grain-freeze, a total grain-free diet to their dogs, and so now they have a new line, and it's got barley and such like that, and so check it out. Go to NutriSourcePetFoods.com. 
and see their new uh, line, which is called Choice. It is awesome. And what makes Nusasaurus unlike, they have the Good for Life uh, patented system that is unlike any other dog food. And so you really need, I mean, every dog and cat that's been put on the Nutasaurus. And what's so neat, too, is Nutasaurus has many new recipes or formulas, you know, that are in small bites. For us people that have small dogs, and, you know, the small bites is very, very important, all right? Okay, here we are in... A one-story greenhouse. There was a green alien, a green fish, a green lizard, a green book, a green table, a green computer, a green rug. Well, you get it. Everything yes. was green. What colors are the stairs? Um, They don't have stairs. Ding, 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 yes. ding. You got it. The one, one story. One story. I'm yeah. impressed. You got her. I, I, I was listening that time. There you go. I'm impressed. Usually I would have probably said, green. There you go. It's like, well, of course, it's green. Everything else yeah. is green. Oh, I'm impressed. You're on the Thank right you. turnip track. Thank you. Yes. Today, that's great. My turnips are in the in a line so yeah, far. <laughs> you see, uh, you know, Cassandra up in Alaska. Yeah. She planted 70 tomato plants. Oh, my goodness. 70? 70 cucumber plants. What? 70 uh, different squashes plants. Because up there, because they don't get the warm, warm weather we have down here, yeah, they're to get kind of a yield that maybe five or six plants down here would give us. Yeah, they got to plant many. But I said, you know, they've been having pretty fairly warm weather. Yeah. So I said, what happens? <laughs> is this going to be the summer, man? You're going to whoa! It's going to be craziness <laughs> up there. She's going to have to create her own farmers market, yeah, and people are going to have that, to come right. and like buy them. Exactly. Okay, let's head to the phone lines. Okay, we're going to talk to Barbara. And Barbara is from the Minnesota Purebred Dog Association. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yes. Hi, Barbara. How you doing? I'm good. How are you, Katie? Good, good. So what are you up to? Well, we're up to quite a bit of things going on right now for during the summertime and during uh, all the stress we're having with COVID and people not being able to work and so forth. Minnesota Purebred Dog Breeders Association is in the process of doing a food drive for uh, for dogs and cats. Oh, wow. And um, it goes now through July 17th, and we have five drop-off sites around the Twin Cities uh, where people can uh, leave their donations, and then we will start delivering them uh, July 18th through the 19th, and we've chosen five um, different food shelves. People oh. and pets together, eating furry friends together at home in North Minneapolis. And then this one I really like, Anna Meals, for people who receive Meals on Wheels. Oh, nice. And, and then they will, those needing food for their pets can also get food um, from this, this food drive. Wow, is that ever cool? Now, is there a website yeah. that people can uh, go to? There certainly is. It's just Minnesota Purebred Dogs. Okay, that's dogs in plural, correct? Right. Okay. And our flyer is there, and it lists all the donation sites, the five sites with the addresses and so forth. One is in Lake Elmo, one in Minnetonka, one in Plymouth, one in Fridley, one in Maplewood, St. Paul area. And now, now are you taking dogs and cat food, and what about guinea pigs or rabbit food, or...? If people want to donate that, absolutely. Okay, how about a couple bales of hay? (laughs) (laughs) Probably not the hay. Okay. (laughs) Uh, But I know people in pets together can use uh, stuff for guinea pigs and some of the other smaller creatures. Okay. So uh, if people want to do that, that's absolutely fine. Um, 
And if they have any questions, um, I can give you a number with that they can call. Or sure. I can, what I can do is, okay, it would be Peggy, to call Peggy at 715-781-1687. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's Peggy. That's one seven one five seven eight one one six eight seven, and then the website to find out all the lo- locations and about it more is mnpurebreddogs.org, Correct. No, spell it out. Minnesota purebred. Oh, you yeah, spell it out. Okay. Yep. Dot org. Boy, that's a lot of typing. <laughs> we need to. We need to live in a shorter state. You know, like. <laughs> but and, it, and then we also have a Facebook page. Uh, MPDBA is our Facebook page, and you can leave messages there if you want. Um, the phone number for Minnesota Purebred is 952-881-9498. Okay. And if people have questions, I actually monitor that line, so if people have questions, they can... Give me a call, and uh, I'll get back to them as soon as I get the message. Okay, no, that sounds good. Now, uh, so this will go, They can, people can donate to it till July 17th, correct? Till July 17th, right. And, and now, it can be dropped off at any of these locations. And if somebody needs something picked up from them, just call Peggy. Okay. The number I gave you for yep. Peggy, and she can... Um, arrange for that all right and now do you also take donations money wise uh we haven't talked about that but certainly we could okay uh, and then we would just purchase the dog food um i would just make it out to minnesota purebred okay and uh we'll just deposit it and then we'll buy the food with that yes um we can't we haven't thought about that but that's a very good idea good good people want to do that yeah because that sometimes be easier for some folks yeah instead of hauling bags of dog food around or whatever type thing or cat food or uh you know exactly. fish food will be fine you know but <laughs> most people exactly. can handle carrying fish food around but <laughs> but anyway that's right. yeah but that, well, that is really good barbara i'm impressed that you're you know extending out a help, helping hand which we all need to do right now so this is one way to take care of uh, those that uh, like I said it's, it's hard enough to get groceries and where the rides hit and stuff like that for the humans let alone then we got the animals to go to well so. exactly exactly and Minnesota Purebred has been a supporter of people and pets together for three years now oh nice yeah so, I just learned about them through this ordeal I'd never heard of them before and so oh, I guess I've been in a box wonderful. or something but <laughs> yeah they are wonderful they do they not only help out with the food they try and help with meds sometimes and uh, a lot of other things for people. Yeah, because so, I, I put a link um, on my website what I found out about them. Same with, what is it, Furry Furry, furry Friends? Uh, food feeding or, Furry Friends. Fur, feeding Furry Friends. There we go. Yep. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, well, I want to thank you so much for calling in, and thank you for all you're doing. I greatly appreciate that, and, and we'll get the well, word out here. You're welcome. Okay, and You're I'll welcome, and I'll put it on my yeah, and I'll put it on my Katie K nine Facebook page too. Okay, kiddo. Great, and I'll send you the flyer too for your page. Oh, excellent! Thank you, thank you. Have a great day. All right, thank you, Katie. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye bye.
There we go. So that's Minnesota Purebred Association or Minnesota Purebred Dogs dot org to find out more about it. And they also have a, a Facebook page. You can go there. And so what they're taking is food donations, pet food donations uh, for dogs and cats. And it may be, I don't see anybody wanting to donate. Uh, what are those things that the snake, or not snakes, um, oh, the things that beetles or what are those things? Uh, uh, what are you talking about? That you feed reptiles and such like that. They they, they fly crickets. There crickets. We go. Crickets. Yeah. Oh, I, I was gonna say like mice. Pe- no, people come in. That's for snakes. <laughs> I know. No, but, but yeah, but uh, yeah. So it's just, I don't see anybody here. Here's five dozen crickets. Uh, <laughs> I, I was I was bored, but. so I went and I caught some crickets for there you. There you go. There you go. There you go. So anyway, so yes, yeah, so Minnesota Purebred Dogs to find out how you can drop off and where the drop off sites are. So you hang in there, and that'll be awesome. All right. Let's see. I am at the beginning of sadness and at the end of sickness you cannot have any happiness without me yet i am a part of sacrifice i have never in danger but always at risk not out of darkness but not in the light what am i there you go what do you think of that folks did you ever heard that song before hot diggity dog diggity that's by Perry Perry Como. So it's a new song that we kind of picked up. So it's just like, hopefully, hopefully it made you guys smile. The, the older folks are going to notice right off the bat. The younger folks are going to be scratching their head like, really? What are you thinking? But it really is a cool song. Hot diggity, dog diggity. Okay, now this one's kind of long. But now one thing I want you to keep in mind about this, okay? okay. With the, the, the header is with and without me. With and without me. With and without me. Okay, okay. I, am, I am at the beginning of sadness. At the end of sickness, you cannot have any happiness without me. Yet I am part of sacrifice. I am never in danger, but always at risk. Never out of darkness, but not in the light. Okay. The last part, I was going to say the S. Yes. Oh, really? That's okay. it. The letter S. Because the last part got me. The last part yeah, was never where I out of darkness. Never out of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay but the S. not yeah. in the light. Yeah, 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 yeah. S's, okay. there you go. Ha-ha, Look you at guys. that. Two, two. See, I told you. You are with The turnips it. are in a line. Yes. <laughs> Have you ever had kohlrabi? Hooey, whaty? Kohlrabi. No. It's like tur- it's like a turnip. My dad used to grow it. They, used- they get really big. And uh, he would just put a little salt on it and eat it raw. Hey, you know it's what a I vegetable? Did? Yes. Oh, I think technically okay. it's considered. I'm not sure if okay. it's in the cabbage family. I don't oh, remember. Okay. But anyway, uh, but it's hard. You know, it's really yeah, yeah, yeah. Big. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But, uh, uh, yesterday I grilled. I was in a grilling because I was, I was cleaning out the school barn. <laughs> but I grilled a chicken on the grill, and then what I did is I did green beans. Okay, okay green beans. Yeah. Put a little bit of olive oil in it. I've been using those aluminum. Uh, pie tins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> little, uh, okay, then a little bit of salt. Okay. and th- But then, you know what the kicker was? What? Put Parmesan cheese on it after you're done, you know, when you're done cooking them. Oh. Put Parmesan. Oh. To have them like, it, to have it like mind you, I cook. Bit? Yeah. But mind you, I cook on a charcoal. I don't do gas. I do yeah. charcoal. So I have that charcoal taste. But yeah, but that's but, still yeah, good. Oh, man. I said, I, I think I could eat vegetables every day every meal if it always tasted like those if it had parmesan cheese on it yeah well yeah but they're not a yeah. lot it's not yeah, a yeah, lot yeah, yeah. okay and i had the shaved parmesan not the shaker on oh yeah, 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 yeah all right and then also too i don't know if you were here that week when i was talking about grilling radishes 
You grill yes, radishes, I oh, think. Yes, it yeah, was yeah, so yeah. good. I'm learning all kinds of new things. I'm so impressed. Okay, we got people waiting in line. Let's yes, get going to that. We do. Okay, we're gonna go to Suzanne, and Suzanne has a question about walking a blind dog. Walking a blind dog. All right. Hi, Suzanne. How you doing? Uh oh. No. Call back, Suzanne. Call back. Oh, there you are. Yay, yay, yay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hi, hi. Thanks Um, for holding. What can I do for you? Well, I have two miniature poodles. Okay. Um, They've been together since um, Roxy, my older one, was 15 months old, and Coco was 12 weeks. All right. And my older one is starting to lose her sight. Right. And what I'm noticing is I have walked them every day, several times a day for their lifetime. And the older one who's going blind is, I'm pulling her down the street for the first couple of blocks. And I think it's because she's getting, like, tunnel vision. Yes. Um, She's scared. Yep. And I don't want to stop walking her. I don't know how to approach this. Okay, do you you have another dog, you say? Yes. Okay, and how do they get along? They get along fine. Okay. Have you tried tethering the two together? I haven't because uh, Roxy is a little bit slower, and Coco, although they're you know only like fifteen months apart in age, she's more puppyish type okay. of thing. Okay. But you think that might help? Uh, you could try that because you can get the confidence if they like each other. You know, mm-hmm. it'll slow the one that has a little bit more zing to it. Try tethering together. They have those couplers that you could have. You know, they have a hook at each end, and then they have mm-hmm. a ring in the center, so you can take them and just just give it a try and see. But you've got to you got to look at it from the dog's point of view. Uh, if you just started losing your 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 sensories, like your vision or your hearing, you feel a little bit off. You you know you 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 have to hit a beat with what's happening and so what might happen here that might be best is not not that you next to walk that maybe you just walk around your yard in familiar surroundings mm-hmm. instead of taking her off the property because it's another thing once they go totally blind believe it or not once they adjust to that they're a lot it's a lot easier because like you say they're trying to focus and they can't really see you know, okay. so there's so much going on, and so it's re- very frustrating and scary to the dog, and so right. that's why you you things might start changing where the walks that you dearly love might have to change into something else. Okay, maybe playing some game in the yard or something like that, and so but then like I said, you could try tethering, but don't go for a very long walk here. Maybe go a block down and a block back slowly. You know, extend it, let her get her bearings and get used to the idea. You know, if you're one of these mile walkers, you know, a couple miles a day, you know, that may not be happening. You know, you may only get a block or two that she's comfortable with and then she starts getting scared. And so, and then she wants to go back home. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I'm finding right now that the opposite is happening. Once I get her down, you know, two, three blocks. Okay. Then she's like, okay, I guess we're doing this. Oh, okay. She gives in a little bit more. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you know your dog best. You just don't want to interfere. You know, have fear enter into this, and okay. so you got to you got to be the pre- now. How's her hearing? Um, 
Her hearing is going a little bit. Okay. Because you want to be, if she has still her hearing, be the cheerleader. You can do it. Let's go. You know, don't worry so much about the word heal or walk or whatever you use. Come on, we can do this. Yay, 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 yay. You know, just kind of be the cheerleader. But but you know the dog best. You can tell when she starts to get worried and nervous about the situation. And so that's why you've got to, you know, help her through this. Just like if you started going deaf or you started going blind, you know, you, you count on people around you not to lead you into harm and, and be on your side and not make you do things that you're almost terrified to do okay okay one of the things i'm doing also i don't know if this is helpful or not but um i'll reach down and like pat her you know uh-huh. and kind of go okay it's all right Come okay on. Every, every dog is different but don't say it's okay and say let's go because what it, it's okay comes out of our mouth when there's a scary situation like going to the vet <laughs> yeah Okay, so you what you what you rather be is a cheerleader. We're doing, you know, pat pat. We're doing this. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes. That's a okay, better word to it. use it to use than it's okay. All right, and then, uh, but like I say, just play it because if she's starting to lose her, you know, facilities, whether it be hearing and that, you know, you just got to learn to roll with it and then just try to figure out other fun things that you can do. But you know, above all, the one thing they don't lose is their sense of smell. Their sense right. of smell starts getting heightened. So they're very aware where you're at. Very okay. aware. You know, that's because that's what they're trusting is their nose. And a lot of people don't even know their dog has gone blind until they get some new furniture or they move the furniture around. And all of a sudden, <laughs> the dog is running into walls and couches. And you, they didn't, because the dog followed his scent that he made through the rooms. And so oh, then as soon okay. as you start moving something, they start running into stuff because they're not following their nose. And so that's why maybe like when you start for a walk, if there's, if there's a, uh, a high-smelling treat, you know, like Nutrisource have got these. They, they look like little rabbit doo-doos. And they're, uh, but I use the salmons, the salmon ones for, um, for scent nose work, you know, because they stink ungodly. <laughs> and dogs love stuff that stink. And so that's why you might want to take a couple with you and let her smell it. You know, hey, look at this. Good job. Look at you. And so then she can do a quick air sniff and see if you've got, like, a couple in your pocket or whatever. Yeah, I'd wait to find you. So that's another idea too. So okay, okay? but All yeah. Right. So don't don't hit the panic button. What you got to be now? Now you she's got to depend on you more. So now you need to be the cheerleader. Don't be the poor pitiful mom. I'm so sorry you can't see, and I'm sorry you can't. Don't be going down that road. You got to become the cheerleader. And things aren't okay anymore. They're happy. All right. Okay. Okay. Got it. Yeah, okay, you. kid. Take care. Bye bye. Thanks for calling. Yeah, that's what people have a tendency to do, you know, when the dog is scared. is oh, no, no, it's okay, it's okay. No, that's called coddling. Dogs don't know what coddling is. It's black or white. And you, you, by saying it's okay or there, 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 you seem like a weak link. And so not someone that they need to be strong in a situation so they can follow your lead. So that's why what you got to remember, that's why reading that book, People Training for Good Dogs, will help you understand that, you know, the reason why a lot of dogs are not nice to their owners or flip up, flip on the paw <laughs> is because of the personality that might have a personality of a high sergeant or a general. And that if you don't earn their respect and trust, that dog is going to be the hardest dog that you've ever had. You're going to say, come, and the dog's going to like, I'll bet you on it. What are you going to do about it? 
And so that's why it's really important that you understand how dogs think. Dogs are dogs, folks. And yes, we can hug them and kiss them and such like that. But overall, if you're having some problems, and we'll get into this personality as far as, is your dog a private personality, a sergeant, or a general? All right. Where are we at, Carly? Um, we can quick start one if okay. you'd like. Let's okay, go. so we're gonna go to Jana, and Jana has a question about a dog, a fourteen-year-old dog whose trachea collapsed and is licking. All right. Hi, Jana. How you doing? Hi. Good. How are you? Good. Good. So, what kind of dog do you have? Uh, he's a uh, part Shih Tzu and part Toy Poodle. And how old? He's four, he was fourteen in March. Oh, congratulations! Yeah. Uh, now, and is he overweight? No. Good. No, I'm he, proud of you. He, uh, he's probably about eight and a half, nine pounds. He's probably gained about a pound in the last year or two. But okay. Okay. We still walk every day. Uh, okay. Well, not in the heat. Good. You know, I don't Good. take him out in the heat anymore. Thank you. Thank you. Can't handle that. Yeah. No, I can't um, handle it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, but so I'm worried about this collapsed trachea. Okay. You know, at first, it's probably been going on about maybe eight, nine months now. All right. And at first it was just if he would maybe jump off the furniture or whatever or try to jump up. And now he can just be laying in his bed in it and he's coughing and gagging. Okay. Um, <sighs> are, what are you feeding him? Are you feeding him any kind of dry food at all? Well, he's been on Nutrisource for quite a while now. Okay. Okay. I, mean, I don't know how many years and he's on the senior formula. Okay. And I try to always mix a little moisture something in with it. Okay. Because uh, what you got to do, you got things have to slide through here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so okay. what I would take to do, do like I never feed a lot. I, I feed Nutrisource, of course, love it. Not me. I don't mm-hmm. personally eat it. The dogs do. But anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> so what I do is I take what I'm going to feed in a bowl, and and then I put hot tap water on it so it floats nicely. And then I put it aside, and I wait till it's re all the water's gone, and the kibble is soft. Okay, do you want to hold on? We got to run, and then we'll come back. Okay. Okay. So don't don't okay. don't hang up. Oh shoot! I took my glasses off. Oh, I need my glasses. This is getting bad when I need my glasses this much. Okay, what am I? Give away my first letter. Take my second letter. Then take away all the rest of my letters. I will still remain the same. What am I? We'll be back. All right. Thanks for listening. Greatly appreciate you tuning into MyTalk1071.com. Remember, all shows here are podcasts. They're streamed live, so you can listen to it any us live, any place in the whole wide world at the time we're on. And then you can go to each one of our show pages and see the podcast. So if you're driving and, and didn't catch some information, you can always go to the podcast by going to MyTalk1071.com. Go to my KDK9 uh page okay okay here we are da, 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 da. who what am i what am i give away my first letter take my second letter then take away all the rest of my letters i will still remain the same what am i this one is hard i, I have no idea i have letter. no idea okay what? it's a letter a letter okay think of it a postal carrier Oh, okay. A postal carrier. Okay. Basically, instead of what I'm, I should say who. Yeah, am it I? should say who. Yeah, it because it's not who. a what. Yeah, no, you're right. I could have right. said a person. Yeah, that's a go. what. That's a what. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's funny. All right, let's go back. Let's go back. We're talking to Jenna, correct? 
Yes. All right. There you are. Hey, hey, hey. Okay. You know, there might be in the remedy world, you know, in the holistic world, there might be some uh, remedies or something that might help uh, with the muscles in the trach. I don't know. Remember, I'm not a vet. Okay. And I'm just, I'm just learning the holistic world. So you might want to go to either Dr. Jessica Levy. You can go to Dr. Levy by going to holistic-vet-care.com because she does email and over-the-phone consults. And so you, there might be some remedy or some supplement that might be really good for just the trachea. All right. But in the meantime, when, when, if you're going to, if I personally, if this is my dog, I take her totally off of all the dry food right now. And I would go to freeze dried food that I would wet down with warm water, raw food, formulated raw. And then, um, and try to stay in the soft end of things. So things slide down easier, doesn't, and won't irritate the trachea. But I have not, that's one problem, knock on wood, that I'm glad I have never had with any of my dogs. And so that's why I'm not as versed on it. Usually I get versed on it when it happens in my own backyard. And so that's why you need to be your own advocate. And have you Googled it at all? No. Okay. So yeah, try try you know, get emailing Dr. Levy, and then also Dr. Kathy Lund. She's on the west side of the cities. Kathy with a, a C, and um, Kath, Dr. Kathy Lund, L U N D. She's a uh, vet, a holistic How vet. Also. How do you spell that, Dr. Levy? How do you spell that name? Levy is L E V Y. Okay. So anyway, and then her website is holistic-vet-care.com. And Dr. Lunds, I can't, oh, I was going to, I don't know why I can't remember this. It's so easy. Pet, uh, oh, I can't remember. I'm going to have to look it up. Uh, okay. Maybe, um, are you uh, are you on that, Carly? <laughs> Kathy with C, with a C, Lund, uh, uh, it's pet something, and I don't know why I can't remember it. This doesn't stick stick it to my head. But we're going to look it up, so continue listening, and then hopefully okay. uh, she'll be able to find it. Yeah, uh, but anyway, so that's the whole thing is talk to somebody in the in the holistic world that there might be some kind of supplement or remedy that might stress, strengthen the muscles because I know the standard process with dogs that are having um, like ACL problems and hip problems, just like that, they've got a lot of uh, stuff out there to help. And then dogs are having heart problems. There's so much out there. Carly, you got your you're biting your note fingers. Yeah, is it? Um, is she from Animal Wellness Center? Yes, that's it. Yeah. Okay. okay but and what's a? So it's altpetvet.com. Okay, alt. But say it again. Altpetvet.com. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's yeah. the website. Yeah. Okay. So alternative pet. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. But anyway, oh, so okay. yeah. So, so give that a try because there's a lot of information out there. And uh, so you just have to do, you have to be a little pokey, you know what I mean? Kind of poke around and see what you can okay. come up with. All right. Well, one other thing. So the, what about the licking thing? I mean, he, he's just constantly licking his paws and, and sometimes the cushions uh, on the couch and chair and, Oh, okay. Okay, well, that sounds more like uh, digestive. A lot of dogs, they overlick their paws either due to the food. If you don't right rotate the formula, you know the uh, you you know the the, the protein, uh, the protein. Okay. So that's why you might want to try going to a, a raw formulated raw or. Uh, 
uh, whatever you call it, uh, freeze-dried. Freeze-dried is raw with the moisture taken out of and change up the protein. The protein, a.k.a. is the meat, all right? And then also I would add some probiotics and some digestive enzymes, two separate things. Digestive enzymes especially to help, you know, break out down the food that the dog is eating. And then, like I say, if you have uh, the, the the dry food, you put what you're going to feed in a bowl, put hot tap water until it floats really nice, put it aside. Okay, once all the water's gone, fluff it with a fork and then feel the kibble. Is it soft to the center, Pertinier? If it, if so, then what you're just going to do, if it's not, you add more water and wait. If it's, it is okay, then you add your supplements and then you mix it up and now you feed it to the dog. But I would say some probiotics, some digestive enzymes, especially being 14. There is a is called green alternatives green alternatives at animalessentials.com that that might be something good okay Okay. and so yes so that's what you need to do is that but licking usually is a stomach you know thing it can be a uh you know, nervous, you know, when you're upset or worried or whatever it'd be like a pacifier but usually it's the food and they just need some supplements okay okay so the digestive enzyme can i get that at uh, check and Don's, or is that holistic? Well, if you go to that com, they've got some probiotics and digestive enzymes for you also. So just make it one-stop stop. Okay, stop. animals, can you say that again? Essentials.com. Okay. Okay. Because okay, the better ones, yeah, the better ones, and then they, they you can t- do probiotics and digestive enzymes that from humans, you know, like at health stores, but then what you do is you figure out for a large dog, it's half of what they tell you for a human, medium dog, you know, a medium, then you cut it down more. And then for a small dog, you cut it down even more. But with when you do human supplements, it's always half of what it says for adults, for a large okay. dog. And then you, you cut it down accordingly. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Well, give that a shot, kiddo. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. You bet. Have a good day. Bye-bye. All right. There you go. Uh, uh, see that? Yeah. Anytime you're feeding, uh, not remedies, but uh, uh, health th- stuff that you get at the health food store or whatever, and whatever it says for an adult human, usually the uh, the rule of thumb is, you know, half. So it says give two to a human a day, then you give one a day to a dog, or you give it one a day, whether you want to do cut it in half, one in the morning, one at night, whatever. So so, so anyway, they, but most dogs can use, a cat style, you got to be very, very careful because uh, their system's a lot different, so you really want to make sure. There's a, a, a website out there called the Con- or Facebook, Conscientious Cat, the Conscientious Cat, and this gal knows her cat, so you might want to go to that Facebook page. All right, and then also, too, I put, posted a really good article from Dr. Karen Becker on my KDK9 Facebook about diabetes. And so I just never understood with diabetic and cats and dogs why vets have them eat the formulated, you know, for diabetic cats and dogs because it's 50% carbs. Carb turn into sugar. Sugar turns into high blue glucose. So in my book, and I'm not a vet, why am I giving my dog and cat carbs that will send those numbers up? I want to get those numbers down and get the sugar out of the diet. So I don't know. Okay. Okay. Where are we at? <laughs> um, We have like a minute and a, a half. A minute and a half. Okay. Let me go back to... 
I think when we come back, then we got a couple calls holding on, so we'll yeah. get to them. But there again, like I say, uh, the personality, okay, the first personality that are the easiest dogs to train because they kind of train themselves is a private. A private personality is a happy, happy dog. Loves everything, everybody, just happy, happy, happy. If he gets knocked out by another dog, he's like, oh, you didn't mean that. No, you didn't mean that. They're just happy. They don't care about leadership, have no aspiration to, to take over anything. So that's why you could be the worst leader as far as being persistent and consistent and such like that. And this dog seems to train train itself and it's just a, you know it's just a carefree happy go lucky dog and so that's a that's the easy one now let's say you had a private you know personality dog and then you get a sergeant or a general a sergeant is crossed with a general and a private a sergeant is a little bit more you know just a happy dog like a private but a little bit more reserved on the private you can have your ducks on every pond in minnesota it doesn't make any difference okay a sergeant you need your ducks at least on a, on a pond all right now if the sergeant gets snarky that he's going to step back go if you meant it i'm in yeah but if you didn't mean it, if you don't if you meant it i'm in but if otherwise i just assume backed out all right so that's a sergeant is a little bit more you have to have a little bit build that little bit of that trust and earn that respect all right and then now the general personality when we come back we'll talk about the general personality because that's where it gets to be a sticky wicket where people that have a general and then they empower it to become a one-star two-star three-star four-star general Okay, what am I eating? When I was eating on my picnic, I threw away the outside and cooked the inside. And then I ate the outside and threw away the inside. What am I eating? We'll be back.